Welcome to Click, Treat, Repeat. This is a horse-focused podcast discussing positive reinforcement training, equine management and welfare, and other horse-related topics. So let's get started. Hey, it's Jen. Chloe couldn't be here today. She's had kind of a lot going on, so I'm just going to go ahead and make an episode myself here and just kind of talk about something that's been weighing on me a lot, and that is going to be... Instagram jokes that are just not funny and are actually contributing to really, really harmful things that happen to horses. So I'm just going to kind of dive into that topic a little bit today, talk about some of the stuff I've seen and talk about why, even though these jokes might seem kind of just kind of silly and just kind of lighthearted, they actually aren't funny. And not only are they not funny, but they actually contribute to stereotypes that lead to actual harm to horses so they're pretty serious they're not something to just you know say it's just a stupid joke and ignore obviously there may be more important things out there but that doesn't mean that you know it's okay for these type of jokes to be being made or for people to be laughing at them and continuing to share them and spread them and things like that when it's kind of contributing to a culture that is harming horses so I want to start off by saying that I know that the people that make these jokes typically don't do it maliciously. I understand that kind of there's just a culture in the horse world where there are certain stereotypes and there are certain beliefs that are really normalized to joke about and are really easy to just kind of share and have people, you know, laugh at what you're saying and, you know, it's seen modeled by other people. You know, we see people kind of laughing at Like, oh, chestnut mare being moody. Haha, that's so funny. I mean, we see that all over the internet. We maybe even hear people in our personal lives in, you know, our barns and trainers and people like that saying that stuff. So I totally get that people are just kind of engaging in a culture that they're a part of. And many of them don't know that it is harmful to say those jokes. So, you know, I'm not trying to be super mad or call anybody out if they are making these jokes, although I really, really dislike the jokes. But I just want to help people understand why they're harmful. So one of the biggest jokes that I've seen going around recently is basically moody mare jokes, often, you know, moody chestnut mare jokes. And I believe we made a previous podcast episode. It's honestly hard to remember because at this point we've made like almost 50 episodes, which is crazy. I guess it's closer to 40 than 50, but it's quickly, you know, getting to 50, which is crazy, but I believe we've made an episode talking about common myths and kind of debunking them, and one of those that we talked about was the myth that mares are more moody and grumpy and poorly behaved than geldings are, and now I've also made a post about this on my Instagram, and Pretty much there have been studies done on this topic that have concluded that actually there is not this, you know, big difference between mares and geldings. Um, There was one study, it's called, it's all about the sex or is it humans, horses, and temperament. That's by Fenner et al. from 2019. And basically in that um, study, they looked at a survey of 1,233 participants Um, and 800 plus of them had at least eight years of horse experience and they wanted to see kind of what people thought about mares and geldings and so 
you know, in talking about this study, it's really important to understand that there have also been past studies that came before this study, such as a study by Wolf et al., which found that there was actually no effect of gender on how young horses w were reacting emotionally when handled. There's also Duberstein and Gilkison found that mares were reported by their handlers to be more anxious, aggressive, and reactive. And actually, when they kind of looked into if that was true, the researchers found that that was actually not true, and the horses were actually having the same behavioral and training outcomes between mares and geldings. And then there's, um, I don't know how to pronounce this one exactly, but On et al. found that mares didn't behave any differently under saddle than geldings, even though there were some sex-related differences. The differences did not affect riding and training. So basically, that's kind of like the past um, literature that there's some of the past literature on mares and geldings that's been done to kind of show that there's actually not really these big behavioral differences between mares and geldings that people think there are. And so now this paper that I'm going to be talking about, um, which is by Fenner et al., was seeing what people's perspectives were on mares and geldings. And basically what they found was that people have preconceived ideas about what a horse's temperament will be just based on its gender and not based on anything the horse actually did. So if you just tell somebody, I have a mare, they often will get kind of an idea in their head of what to expect. And the reason why this is so problematic is because the studies actually don't support that that's true. And when we do have that preconceived notion in our head that mares are more moody, mares have more behavioral issues, mares are mean, that causes us to maybe treat those mares differently. And, you know, because we think that, it might actually lead us to use harsher equipment with mares or to come with a different mindset to, you know, work with the mares where we're treating them harsher. And, you know, that is pretty much an example of a self-fulfilling prophecy where you think that something is true. And so the way that you react to that situation actually makes what you're thinking become true, even though it wasn't actually really true to begin with. So, you know, if we treat these mares with harsh equipment and with a harsh mindset because we think that they're going to be moody, then that is actually going to potentially cause them to become moody because they're being treated harshly. Um, and I have a lot of personal experience with this topic, as I've probably talked about, because when I got my mare Coco, she actually was kind of a typical moody mare. Actually, when I tried her to buy her, um, she actually bit at me while I was mounting and... And, you know, another side note, if your horse bites at you while mounting, that is a big problem and not something to just ignore or laugh at or whatever. But we'll, we'll you know, maybe get to that later. But um, not to get too off topic here. Basically, Coco was just really moody. She sometimes was aggressive towards me and she would do things like bite at me, pin her ears at me, swish her tail a lot, things like that. And at the time... I had people around me saying stuff like, oh, haha, look at that mare. She's just being a mare. Haha, how stupid or whatever. And so I didn't know any better. You know, I was like 14 or whatever, which, yes, 14 is old enough that you can go on the internet and learn. But I just kind of grew up in this world where I was being constantly told that that's normal for a mare. And so I thought it was normal and I pretty much ignored it. And I had all the best intentions and I didn't mean anything bad. But I was a part of this culture where they were just telling me that's normal. And so, you know, I would laugh at it and ignore it. And, you know, I've, I even had hit Coco for biting at me and things like that. Because people tell you it's not okay for them to bite at you. They're being disrespectful. And, 
you have to, you know, assert your dominance and those types of things that just aren't true. And so, yeah, that kind of led to that harmful belief for me. And I think, you know, sharing these memes online about how mares are so moody and whatnot, it helps perpetuate that kind of culture of ignoring what horses are communicating with us. If a horse is biting at you or if a horse is, um, you know, not standing at the mounting block or is just not behaving, you know, the way that you want them to, that's not something to laugh at. That's the horse communicating with you and telling you that something is up. And in general, I just think mares need to be kind of taken more seriously and their needs and their issues need to really be not laughed at and not just overlooked. So that's kind of the issue that I have with the moody mare jokes. And I just think that they're really harmful. And, you know, everything I've said doesn't even really get into the fact that these jokes are weirdly kind of extending human sexism into the animal world, which just doesn't really even make sense and is just really strange and unnecessary. Um, You know, we have enough sexism in the human world. We really don't need to be bringing it to the horse world when plenty of studies are showing us that, you know, even if there are differences between mares and geldings, those differences are minor and they're definitely not that mares are moodier than geldings. That is definitely not supported by pretty much any studies. And if we do see that happening at a higher rate, it's likely because of the self-fulfilling prophecy that I talked about before where, you know, we treat them more harshly and so that causes them to act more moody, which, you know, makes sense. So um, that's kind of, like I said, how I feel about the moody mare um, joke situation. It just makes me really sad and disappointed to see people with big platforms sharing those jokes because, you know, with a big platform, you have such power to be able to share positive things in the horse world and to be able to make the horse world a better place. And unfortunately, so many of these like big accounts with so many followers are just sharing really harmful memes that are not funny and it's just really sad even a vet clinic actually shared one it was like you know the meme that it's the picture of like a bunch of pictures of the same mare making the same moody face and it's like angry happy sad joyful excited and it's like all the different emotions and it's just the mare making this like angry face and all of the pictures and a vet clinic shared that one and it's just like oh my god, what if a, like, human doctor posted a meme like that about human women being like, haha, human women are just angry all the time and they have no emotions. Like, I get that animals and humans are different, even though, you know, humans are animals, but I get that it's sort of a different thing, but at the same time, it's also like, this vet is treating this horse, and the things that are causing this horse to look so angry are a lot of the time probably things that this vet should be treating, like ulcers, kissing spine, you know, whatever medical issue is causing them to have, you know, discomfort or pain or whatever. And so for the vet to just be laughing at that is just really unacceptable to me. And I just don't think that this should be so normalized in our world. So that's why I kind of wanted to talk about this topic. Um, And then secondly, another topic I wanted to cover was the idea of fail Friday, which is often where people will post videos of, you know, them falling off their horse, their horse bucking and rearing or spooking or just some type of crazy thing that happened that, you know, looks interesting to the viewer and typically involves, you know, big movements and potentially somebody falling off or, you know, a near injury, something like that. And, you know, I 
think I've been seeing Fail Fridays probably for the entire time I've been on Instagram, which I've been on horse Instagram since I was like 13. So that's like nine years. And I've definitely been seeing them like pretty much the full nine years that I've been on horse Instagram. But um, the reason why I kind of think that these Fail Friday videos are problematic is because they're kind of glorifying a vision of horses as kind of being these super high energy like bucking rearing um you know quote unquote misbehaving they're sort of um almost glorifying that by laughing at it and being like oh my horse was being you know quote unquote bad isn't this so funny and it's sort of the same situation as the mare jokes where the reason why that horse was doing those behaviors was likely because it was experiencing some sort of discomfort whether that be pain stress fear you know whatever type of discomfort it might be the horse was experiencing one of those things most likely and for you know there to be that type of big blow up behavior that horse is seriously over threshold and a horse that's over threshold is a very scared horse and that's not something that we should be laughing at or something we should be like oh my goodness that's crazy and I mean I know that we have kind of this culture again of liking those type of videos like if you have ever watched America's Funniest Home Videos, so many of those videos do involve harm to people or to animals or to, you know, just whoever's in the video. Sometimes there's people getting injured or whatever. And, you know, clearly nobody got seriously injured or they wouldn't be putting it on the show. But it's still kind of like predisposing us to be laughing at these images of people getting hurt. And it's one thing when people can kind of control their own situation they could control what they were doing that caused that to happen in the video and they can choose to you know upload it and they can have you know a way to have their needs understood by saying hey I'm feeling this way but a lot of the time horses are being forced to go under saddle and being forced to wear certain equipment that they might not you know that might not feel comfortable to them and they have no way to express that something's hurting or something's wrong and So for us to just be kind of laughing at that situation, I think is really not appropriate. And obviously there can be certain fail Fridays that aren't so bad. I mean, I've seen some that are pretty okay. Like, you know, maybe um, like if you ask your horse to touch a cone and instead they go and like roll or something, it's like, oh, haha, that's not what I meant to happen. Fail Friday. Like, I'm not talking about things like that. I'm talking about things where the horse is clearly stressed. And I recently posted a fail Friday too, where um, my little pony, Tiny, he had two moments in two days where he got very over threshold during training and he kind of spooked and sort of jumped away. One time was he accidentally bit my thumb. It was really my fault. My hand wasn't flat enough. And, you know, that's never happened before with him in a year and a half of training so it was really just kind of like a one-time accident type of thing and yeah he really scared himself by biting my hand I made a little shrieking sound but I didn't um you know move towards him or anything I just was like ah and either the sound of me saying ah or just the fact that he had accidentally bitten me scared him and he kind of jumped away and he bucked and reared a little bit for for a minute and then he was back to calm And then the other time, um, he stepped on the tarp and the wind was blowing and he accidentally got his foot kind of inside the tarp and that freaked him out a little bit and he was able to just move back and his foot came out and everything was fine, but it freaked him out and he did 
go, you know, over threshold and, and buck and rear a little bit again. And so those were, you know, two situations that to me were like, oh my goodness, that is just crazy that he did that. I mean, my little pony who has COPD and has had a bunch of um, hoof issues like laminitis and has arthritis and, you know, he seems sometimes like he's so fragile and he can barely move, but yet he can do all these crazy like bucks and rears and, you know, he had all four feet off the ground at some points and stuff like that. It was just really interesting to me. Um, and so I did share that as a fail Friday. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I want to say, if you acknowledge in, you know, sharing those things that, you know, it's, it's not a positive thing for this to be happening. It's just, you know, something that we can acknowledge happened, you know, the horse got over threshold, the horse spooked or whatever. And, you know, for example, in my training session, I hand fed him a few times and then left him a bunch of pellets and we were all done and just kind of let him relax and calm down. It's not something that I felt like was like, oh, we should work through this and whatnot. So I think, you know, fail Friday as a concept isn't an awful thing. It just tends to be used in a way that is not great by people kind of um, ignoring their horse's communication signals and just, you know, sharing a lot of um, really unfortunate videos where the horse was clearly communicating that they were upset or uncomfortable or something was wrong and the person was ignoring those communication signals until it really blew up. Um, And so my situations were more like a spooking type of situation where everything was was fine and then you know something happened that really freaked him out and then he spooked and so you know I sort of shared those with the knowledge that hey I understand that you know these were not good moments I'm not laughing at these moments I do think it's kind of interesting that my you know little fragile pony was able to move like that but really I'm acknowledging like hey sometimes these moments will happen in training, but it's important to not feel like we have to power through them and to just kind of let him relax because learners do not learn well over threshold. And so again, it's not necessarily that like any type of fail Friday is bad. I just think there's some type of culture around using fail Friday that is sharing these kind of harmful um, videos and things like that, that are kind of ignoring the horse's communication signals. So, I mean, that's basically the topics that I wanted to cover today. I just wanted to talk about, you know, how there are certain jokes and certain types of posts that we can make that are actually really harmful and are kind of contributing to these ideas that horses are, you know, bad and need harsh equipment used on them and kind of furthering stereotypes and things like that. So I don't think that's any, that's something that any of us really want to contribute to. I think that's something that we all could understand is probably not good and probably needs to stop or at least happen less. So I encourage you, if you do see some of those posts, like the, you know, crazy fail Fridays, if there's really harmful things happening in that video or pretty much any moody mare jokes, I do encourage you to leave a kind but firm comment on their post, kind of letting them know like, hey, I know you don't mean any harm in this post, but it actually is really harmful and it contributes to these stereotypes that actually harm mares. So um, I think that's the type of thing that is very reasonable for us to kind of say something about and start to kind of stand up for because if we can start shifting this culture even though memes might seem like a small 
piece of a big problem, if we can just change memes, that can already create a bit of a shift in people's mindsets. And, you know, if somebody gets a comment on their post that says, hey, I don't think this joke is funny. I think it's actually harmful. And they stop and think about that for a second. That could potentially open up a whole new world of, you know, them learning more and them understanding why what they said or what they did is harmful. And, you know, at the same time, you don't want to leave an extremely mean comment because that could also lead them to, you know, move away and be like, oh, these stupid, sensitive people, I am just not going to interact. But I do think we don't need to necessarily coddle these people who are making these jokes because they are, um, they typically are adults or grown people who could know perfectly well, they could look into the studies and um, they could actually i don't know make jokes that are funny there are plenty of funny horse related jokes i see funny horse memes all the time but they're just not those so i like i I think there's a, a balance between not wanting to coddle them but also not wanting to be overly harsh or overly mean towards them because they also are just learning and they're also in their learning process but that doesn't mean that it's okay for them to share harmful things so yeah that's just some kind of thoughts to leave you with here And I hope that that is, you know, something that you can think about and potentially can, I don't know, use to help make the horse world a better place for horses and for their people. Because, I mean, all of us want to have a better relationship with our horse. I don't think any of us want to think our horse is evil or that our horse is out to get us. So if we can help people break free of that mindset and people can feel like their horse is, you know, just an... A creature that's communicating with them and not you know some dominant evil horse like a lot of you know the memes and traditional training and natural horsemanship and whatnot want us to think I think that can help people too so hopefully these type of memes will become less common and hopefully the horse world will get better so thank you for listening and um, we will have Chloe back next week bye Hope you enjoyed this episode of Click Treat Repeat. Feel free to check us out on Instagram at Click Treat Repeat Pod. You can find Jen at Genuine Equine and myself at Bonafide.bt. We upload new episodes every Monday and hope to see you then. Happy training! <laughs>